Hello and howdy. Welcome to another Adventures in Angular. My name is Alyssa Nichol. I am the Angular Developer Advocate for Kendo UI. And today with me as a panelist on the show, I have Brooks Forsyth with us. Hello, hello. And we are super excited to introduce our guest today. It is Ankit Sharma. Welcome. Ankit. Hello. Hello, Alicia. So tell us, tell us about yourself. Yeah, so uh, my name is Ankit. Uh, I am currently uh, staying in Hyderabad, India, and I am currently working with ADP. Uh, I have almost six years of experience in .NET technologies, and I am currently working as a full stack developer, where uh, in the front end I am using Angular, where in the back end I am using .NET technologies. And I am a Google developer expert, and I am also a community contributor. So I uh, like to write articles and blogs on various platforms, and I also written books. Uh, one of the book is on Blazor, and another one is on C Sharp. And I have also published a free ebook on Angular, and how to use Angular and Firebase to create a uh, blog application. Hey, folks! This is Charles Maxwood, and I just launched my book, Max Coder's Guide to Finding Your Dream Developer Job. It's up on Amazon. We self-published it. I would love your support. If you want to go check it out, you can find it there. The Max Coder's Guide to Finding Your Dream Developer Job. Have a good one. Max out. Oh, my goodness. So, like, how, how do you have time, first of all? Let's hit that <laughs> one. <laughs> because it sounds like you do it all, and I can't even conquer the front end. So... <laughs> Yes. <laughs> so maybe front end in the morning, back end in the evening. <laughs> <laughs> You're right. I need some more time management. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> so today we are, I, I don't want to spoil it, but do you want to tell the audience about what we are talking about on the show today? Yes. So today we are going to talk about how to make uh, your Angular application smart. We are going to in, uh, introduce Azure Cognitive Service to an Angular application using an ASP.NET Core backend. So it will be a full stack project. So UI will be on Angular, and uh, the backend will be on ASP.NET Core, and we will use we will be integrating Azure Cognitive Services to uh, to create an OCR. OCR stands for Optical Character Recognition. So the uh, what we will do that we will upload an image. The image will have some text. And using uh, Azure Cognitive Services, we will extract the text from the image. So I've never personally used Azure Cognitive Services. What are they? The Azure provides a list of uh, cognitive services, uh, such as uh, uh, you can extract text from an image. You can translate from one language to another language. You can uh, translate your speech to text. There, there are a list of and there are a very wide range of Cognitive services provided by Azure. So I'm using few of them, one of them uh, in Angular, uh, in my application. That sounds really awesome. Is So is it all free to use? Is it like a subscription plan? How do you get started with the Azure Cognitive part? So Azure itself has a, a paid plan. But for the first one month, it's completely free, where you got, uh, if I'm not wrong, almost $300 to play around for first for one month. And after that, you can uh, transfer it to pay as you go or other there are other plans available. Very so, cool. uh, yeah, and, but, but, and there are a few uh, services which are free for 12 months. And all of the, the list is available. I don't have the exact list with me now, but uh, most of the list is available on the uh, Azure website. So what got you like started on this OCR app? 
So I was just playing around. See, I I have written a lot of article on Angular where I created full stack application, where I created some CRUD operation. Then I created and I I I was playing with cloud. So I thought of playing with cloud. So in cloud, I first started with Firebase because Firebase was free. So so I created few application with Firebase. Uh, one is blogging application, and another is a multiplayer tic tac toe game application. So in the multi <laughs> yeah. So this multiplayer tic tac toe game is super awesome. The thing is. The, the the usp of that application is that you can play with anyone in the world uh, if i want to play with you i will send you a url you play at your machine i play at my machine and we can play in real time okay i have to find your github real quick <laughs> yeah it is on, it is on github if uh, it is it is available on github it's it's, it's free uh, it's free okay uh, but uh, i was talking so after after firebase uh, after firebase uh, i thought of doing something to play around, play around something so what i got into is that when i i joined a new company called adp in last year august and there i got an azure subscription so let's say i said okay let's play play with it why to why to waste it so i was playing around something created something and then i came up with uh, these few few application uh, one of them is a multi language translator uh, which is similar to a google translate so we, there you have to create you have to put your input language and it will translate in almost 26 languages so that is an um, translator so after a translator a translator i came across i was going through the documentation and saw it that the ocr api from azure cognitive services i really liked it so i created this application ocr stands for optical character recognition oh my goodness so do we want to Tell us what you would like to walk through first. Do you want to walk through using the application and what that looks like, or do you want to walk through creating it and the pieces? Or you, you tell me where where shall we go? Maybe uh, we can start with uh, how to create it. So I have a uh, I have written one uh, blog post also, which is published on my website as well as as well as it is published on uh, Free Code Camp. So and we're gonna uh, have so- the GitHub link and the blog post and. All your info uh, linked in the show notes. So check it out if you're not driving. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, the GitHub and in in the article I have uh, I have clearly stated the step by step process of how to create this application. But let me give you an overview of uh, how to uh, create this. Uh, so the first is there are two prerequisites, uh, two two separate prerequisites. So one is for Angular. So if you are new to Angular, if you are not an Angular developer and you are, you are new to Angular, then you have to do all the prerequisites for Angular. One of them is Angular CLI, Node.js. Uh, only two prerequisites for uh, two, two uh, software you have to install. And then another one is since we are using ASP.NET Core backend, so we have to finish the prerequisites for .NET Core also. So for that, we need um, .NET Core SDK 3.1, which is the latest one. And we have to install Visual Studio 2019. Uh, I do want to say, I recently, I've been like JavaScript all the way. Um, okay. And I've done a little bit of like Ruby on Rails, but mostly it's like, hey, I'm like sticking to the front end. So I recently had a coworker at work who works with .NET and he was like, hey, let's spin up this app together on my machine. And I was like, okay. Yes. <laughs> and it wasn't as like I've, I've downloaded, I've cloned down and like got started with node projects that were harder to get set up. So it's really not that difficult to get started with .NET. And so if you haven't and you want to try it, just really, it's not that scary. So anyway. Yes, yes, it's, it's very straightforward. <laughs> it's simple. You, you just need to install Visual Studio 2019 and the community edition is completely free. 
for the lifetime you will won't be charge any a single penny for that we just student in and dotnet core sdk so dotnet core is also an open source so you can directly get a dotnet core sdk also so after this installation is done the third thing you require is an azure subscription account so if you don't have an azure subscription account you can create a free azure subscription account for one month and you may need a credit card for that and uh, you won't be charged anything until you use that but for first one month it's completely free after that it will be paid service so after this prerequisites is done uh, you have to create a uh, uh, angular and asp.net code project so there is a, there are few templates provided by visual studio in .net uh, where they have already created a uh, template application where um, all all the setup is done where we have a back end of asp.net code and the front end of angular so you have to create a template application and then you can uh, you have to get, you can get started with .net code so the first step uh, that we can do is to create a, a .net code um, service which will call our azure api so for that the first step is to we have to go to azure and then we have to create the cognitive service so there there is something called azure portal you, you, there you have to go so uh, if you sign uh, if you sign to azure you can uh, go to portal.azure.com and there you have to create the cognitive service so the steps are pretty simple and uh, it is the steps are clearly mentioned in the applications uh, in the article also there you have to create something called computer vision so computer vision is the name of our cognitive service that we have to create and it's very simple it it it's it, it a straightforward form where you have to keep the name and location and uh, some pricing tie and those basic details you have to furnish and it will be created and then you will get a key subscription key and the endpoint url so the subscription key and the endpoint url uh, will be unique for your own cognitive service and you have to use this to access your cognitive service from your uh, .net core application that is how the whole communication from your code to an azure cloud is going to work so th th this is where the key and the uh, endpoint url comes into effect so once your key is uh, done, uh, generated your endpoint ui is uh, generated now the things are uh, pretty much straight forward so what you have to do is you have to write a service and in the service uh, you have to make an http call and you have to send your image data in form of bytes to your azure cloud via the http call and then you will get the return and and all the uh, work is done by your uh, cognitive service they will return you all the text from that image uh, in form of a json now you got the json now it's up to you how you are to want to manipulate it so uh, in my case i have done some manipulation the reason for that is they will send json in a uh, in a word format so like they will send each word wise and they will send a lot of information like uh, what is the coordinate of that word if the word is uh, state or not it is rotated by some degree there a lot of information they send i don't want all the information the requirement for my app is that if there is a text written over uh, the image i want to print that text on the a simple text box and also uh, the text is written in form of line but the object is returned the json is returned where they have separated word wise so i did some uh, small manipulation where i am uh, joining all the words to create a, a line by separation so th th there is a small manipulation where i use a string builder to uh, loop through that json and uh, fetch the word and they create the sentence and once you got the sentence you will also get the language so the ocr api support uh, i think 26 languages i am not sure about the exact count but around 25 to 26 languages so you can uh, 
send uh, you, uh, you can send that, uh, upload the image in any of these 26 languages and they will give you the result for that i'm just amazed i'm watching the gif on the bottom of your blog post right now <laughs> and it's amazing i'm just amazed like yes yes that, that very gift. Cool. <laughs> yeah so that gif is uh, there and um, so uh, once once you create that application once the application is uh, no where well, yeah you got the json return you got the json and you got the language also so now the question is now there is a very interesting thing so i will tell you what is the, the, the According to me, this is the best part of my article. So the language which they returned is in the form of code. For example, EN for English, FR for French, and something like that. But if I have to show to the user, I cannot show EN or FR. That is not user-friendly. User don't understand that. So I need to show full language, English, French. So now there are two options. Either create, uh, uh, there is a documentation on Microsoft website where you can see the list of all the languages which is supported by uh, OCR API. So you have to create the, uh, you have to create a dictionary or a lookup table uh, manually where you will map every language with uh, your, their key. But that is not what programmers do. If I have to do work manually, I, I cannot be a programmer, right? So I have to do some automation. <laughs> so So what I did is, so I did a kind of hack. So there is another cognitive service that is called Translate Text. So as the name suggests, it translates text from one language to another language. So Microsoft has created a public API uh, where they expose the list of all the languages which is supported by Translate Text API. And the list of languages which is supported by OCR API is a subset of list of languages supported by Translate Text API. So I make a call to translate text API uh, endpoint. I get all the list, populate it in a dictionary, and my work is done. I saved all my manual work, and now everything is uh, automation. So if you see in the article, I have clearly mentioned, if you go, there's a section called, why do we need to fetch the list of supported language? Uh, there's a, uh, there's yes, a- I found maybe, it. Yeah, there's a small paragraph. So there I have mentioned clearly that why I am calling, because people will get confused that if you are working with an OCR API, why you are calling and translate text API endpoint. So this is the reason. I just need to fetch the list of language and make it a more user-friendly application. So from this, I am creating a lookup table, basically a dictionary. And when I am getting a language code like EN, I am getting, I am displaying the value as English on the UI. If I'm getting FR for French, I am displaying the name as French on the UI. So this makes my language more user-friendly. So I, I, I also like to add one more thing. So on this particular thing only, I spent almost two days uh, because I want. Uh, I thought that let's show the uh, code only, but then I thought that code won't be more user-friendly. So make it something uh, more uh, user-friendly so that people can uh, relate to it. So that is why I created this particular uh, hack. I love it. Is it a hack? Do we, do we it? Is it? <laughs> <laughs> it's not a hack, but it's a, something different uh, than the normal workflow. Yeah. <laughs> and, and, and and in the client side, if you see, uh, it's a uh, uh, plain, simple um, uh, UI uh, for Angular. So I have a service, I'm calling the endpoint. And uh, the thing is that I am uploading the image. So there is a, uh, uh, there is a option to upload the image and then show a image preview. So if you see, uh, to show the image preview, 
calling an uh, I am uploading the image and I am uh, showing the max file size of 4 MB. Yeah, so there is a limitation also. I forget to mention that there is a limitation of OCR API that uh, the maximum file size can be 4 MBs only. So I, I don't know what is the logic for this limitation, but currently this is a limitation. So that's why I have put the maximum file size as 4 MBs. And, and then um, once the image is uploaded, uh, I will get that uploaded image and in the form of byte. And I am sending uh, via HTTP call to my backend. And then the backend is sending me a string data as a text, and I, which I am displaying on the UI. Hmm. So this is how my uh, application is working end to end. And I'm using Bootstrap for some styling. And uh, that's how you get to the end of the article where you can see that awesome GIF, which uh, you are a fan of now. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. I am, I'm actually looking through your GitHub codes right now. I'm trying to find the point that you're calling the, the vision service or the, to find the list of language, language support for computers. Yeah. So I, I will tell you, you have to go to uh, OCR controller inside the controllers folder. And nice. the uh, and the last method is get available languages method. A couple of years ago, I put out a survey asking people what topics they wanted us to cover on devchat.tv. And I got two overwhelming responses. One was from the JavaScript community. They wanted a React show. And the other one was from the Ruby community and they wanted an Elixir show. So we started both. The React show, though, is React Roundup. And every week, we bring in people from the React community and we have conversations with them about React, about the community, about open source, about what goes into React, how to build React apps, and what's going on and changing in the React community. So if you're looking to keep current on the current React ecosystem and what's going on in React, you definitely need to be checking out React Roundup. You can find it at reactroundup.com. So how long did you said that the... The OCR portion where you're translating basically from like FR to French took you two days. How long did the whole thing take to accomplish? So the whole application, uh, see, th th there are multiple parts. So the whole application, I will say uh, around five days, four or five days. I, I'm not sure the days. Yeah, but yeah, working part-time, not <laughs> completely. You're like, ah. I did it in my sleep, basically, <laughs> is what you're saying to me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, uh, no I, it's, it's a working part-time, basically. It means like over two, three hours a day. So I will say 15 to 20 hours to create everything. And uh, two days, especially for that translation from to create that lookup dictionary. Because I have to think of a logic that what should I do in that case? At one point, of, uh, uh, at one point I thought to create everything manually. Then I think that there is no program between me and a lazy, uh, and a lazy person. Person. like we should be, we are developer we should do some smart solution we should give some smart solution so that's why i come up with that particular logic so <laughs> that's how this uh, method come into existence so uh, one more thing i would like to add so here you can see i have created few models also so these models will allow me to bind to my json data directly so the ocr api is returning uh, data in a format of a json and then uh, when i deserialize the json using uh, our uh, in our code in uh, .NET code then i need a class or a model to bind it to directly so that is why i have created a uh, few models to uh, to store the values that is coming from the json so here you can see uh, we have uh, 
a language details model which will give the name of the language the native name the uh, directory there there are few things are there uh, which uh, are coming from the json and uh, uh, maybe uh, at the end uh, i can i can share few relevant details where you can find the json structure and maybe uh, the azure cognitive service ocr api official documentation where you can see the json structure and step by step it will be more helpful yes i haven't even touched the dotnet side now I'm scared. I was like walking through your Angular code and I'm like, oh no, what is on the back? So what? T- walk me through what everything that like the .NET is handling. It's obviously handling. Yes. Yeah. You can say the heavy lifting is done by the .NET and uh, Angular is just uh, uh, for uh, just uh, to show like you can say just for the UI, just for make the app beautiful. Look and feel. Yeah. <laughs> Are you doing any sort of authorization with .NET or anything like that, or is this just demo so you didn't bother? Uh, no, so uh, there is. A, so initially, I told that when you uh, when you create the API, you will get a key API subscription key yeah, and the right. endpoint. So this subscription key is the my authorization. Okay. So that that should be keep, kept hidden or it should be used privately. Yeah, it's a it's a really cool app. Thank it's, you. Uh, it's always annoying to like have to deal with paper, anyways. So you know, just you can whip one of these up pretty quick. It's, it's awesome. Yeah. So yeah. So no. Yeah. So so uh, adding on the same note. So now um, Azure has two different kind of APIs. Uh, one is for optical character reader, which I am using, which recognize only the printed text. It will not recognize the handwritten text. Now there is another API called Read API, which is uh, beneficial for large document or handwritten text. Let's say you have uh, multiple pages which you want to handwritten page and which you want to convert to a word. Then you can use a Read API, which is a separate API from this, and which is which works very good with uh, handwritten text. I mean, like I'm thinking maybe not my handwriting, maybe like, <laughs> <laughs> maybe like someone who can actually right you could train the models you know <laughs> yes. oh yeah oh man it's rough bob my <laughs> husband who's known me for like 10 years he he still like struggles to, I, I think it's because it it changes daily so <laughs> dynamic handwriting <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness so that was for the application. I really enjoyed this, uh, uh, creating this because it was a lot of uh, uh, tricks and a lot of things we have to do. It was a great experience for me. And then I, I write this article. I said, let's share this knowledge with everyone. So I write this article. I'm just amazed because I'm on your, your GitHub looking at all your applications. Do you just get a hankering? You're like, hey, I want it like blogging app with Angular Cloud Firestore. Yes. You're, you're just like, hey. <laughs> so see this blogging <laughs> so this blogging app with angler and fire store has a long story attached to it so yeah so the story is that uh, this is this application is my playground playground means if i want to add uh, if i want to learn something in angular i use this application uh, and and there is another application if you see have you seen the book cart no. i was just looking at that yeah. Yeah. So for Bookcart, uh, I have pinged you in the chat. Also, you can look at that. So Bookcart is a kind of uh, uh, f- uh, complete uh, page, uh, complete uh, what you say, shopping cart application. So there is a uh, online e-cart here in India called Flipkart. So I just 
I just stole the name from there. I put book cart. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. <laughs> so, so this is a bookshop, as you can see, and it's a pretty basic application. I'm using Angular Material, ASP.NET Core, SQL Server. It's a complete end-to-end application, and it has uh, authorization, authentication, and there are a lot of other things also. So you can place the order, you can um, see, uh, upload the images, you can see the preview of images, login, registration, and we have template-driven form, reactive forms. So whatever I so these two application blogging application book cart application is my playground if i have to learn something i put it here oh, so here awesome. i awesome so it like yes. keeps evolving and growing as you do yes <laughs> exactly yeah exactly it keep evolving so so right now in a book cart i am planning to implement ngrx because i am learning ngrx since last few days few months basically so i want to implement ngrx over there so it might grow <laughs> so what's the do you plan on having like a split of like this version within GRX, this version without, or are you just, no. this is, I will just upgrade. Uh, yeah. Upgrade. It's, it's, a, it's a demo application. It's a, and it's already on uh, GitHub freely available. So if anybody wants to show the previous version, they can already go to previous commits and see that. I can't wait. I'm totally going to start following you and peeping on the codes. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome, man. That, that, that would be very awesome. <laughs> <laughs> so before we get too much off topic, I think you said you had a couple things that you wanted to mention or may, did you already touch on them for back to the original application with OCR? So if you go to the original application, I think I have covered most of the part and I would have shown a demo, but I think uh, I cannot show that. Only. Yeah. yeah, audio <laughs> only. Yeah, so that I would. And, and unfortunately, I have not deployed it anywhere. Otherwise, people could have played around, but uh, there was some issue with the deployment in my uh, Azure application since the company provided, my company provided, so there is some limitation over there. So I could not be able to deploy it. But uh, if you follow the steps mentioned in the application, uh, or, or even if you just create a API key and the endpoint, clone my repository, put your key and run it, it will run. Perfect. So yeah, yeah, the, yeah, it's a guarantee. You will not face any issue. It's a guarantee. <laughs> <laughs> that is some big talking. Good to hear. Yes, yes, it's Guaranteed. a guarantee. You will not have an issue. I love that so much. <laughs> yes, you will. It's a guarantee. I am taking, if you have an issue, you can post public on your Twitter that your, your app is wrong. <laughs> <laughs> it's a guarantee. It's obviously on your end. <laughs> oh my so, goodness. <laughs> this, is, this is tried and tested. So, and I, I would say that Azure Cognitive Services is awesome. So, uh, you will you will see some difference uh, from your normal app. So, I have written a lot of articles. If you see, I am writing for almost last three years. And I have written a lot of articles, more than 55 to 60 articles I have written. Uh, on uh, doing a lot of different kind of uh, application. But this using cognitive services is something different because it makes your app uh, smart. Your app becomes smart. Like it, and it looks cool. So that, that, yeah, it looks cool that you are doing something, you're doing something great. Uh, there are other applications also. I am not saying bad about other applications. Like even I am written about forms and then uh, data uploading, CRUD operations and GRX. They're all great. But this is something different. No, it is. And I, I love it that you were just like, hey, they offer this API. I need to use it. <laughs> yes. And, and there, are, there are a lot of different APIs. Uh, like, uh, so they have something called uh, language APIs. And um, they have uh, uh, Q&A Maker. So the, uh, in, in the Azure, there's something called Q&A Maker. So there you can set up 
uh, Q&A for your uh, website or something like that. Then text analytics. So in the text analytics, you can analyze the text. What are the text? What are the keywords and entities and all? And uh, uh, then you have uh, in the in the vision uh, in the face recognition. The face recognition is one of the very great API where you can upload an uh, image and it will recognize the face, the location of the face, and then um, uh, you can uh, it will show a box around that. It will look like a, a sci-fi movie. So that that looks awesome, yeah. So and then uh, uh, you have uh, Vision API form recognizer. So you, you you can upload a form, you can extract text from the form. So those there are a lot of APIs provided. So I, I, I will provide a list. I will provide the um, uh, link. You can put in the notes and uh, people can uh, go through it and see. There, there is an extensive document provided by Microsoft. And uh, and, and the, the best part about this is, uh, this is all going on backend. So all the API, you, you, uh, so there are, I, I would say that three types architecture. Uh, one is on the cloud. Where which do all the heavy lifting, you create the API, get the key, and then you have a, a middleware part of thing. So where like uh, uh, services, in my case, it is ASP.NET Core. And the UI, you can use anything. You are free to use any UI. So I am using Angular and Blazor. So I have few applications on Blazor also and Angular also. So I am working parallelly on both of them. You can use other also. You can use plain JavaScript, Vue, you can use React, whatever you want to use. So yeah, I saw I saw you wrote a book on Blazor. Yeah. And the funny part is that is the first ever book in the world on Blazor. Oh, oh my god. Well, it didn't it like just drop like officially? Uh, it was dropped officially, but when I wrote the book, it was still in preview. Nice. <laughs> That's awesome. Oh, and is that what? It, yeah. Is that on Amazon? What is that on? Yeah, it's on Amazon. So, uh, uh, yeah. The front door. Of course, it's on Amazon. <laughs> yeah. So, and and recently, I have published another book on C Sharp, uh, where I have co-authored with Rafael and Marius, who, uh, who are also Microsoft MVPs. So, this is published recently. It's on C Sharp. It's a complete C Sharp guide from beginners to advanced level. That is awesome. I actually have a friend and coworker who is an advocate for blazer here at kendo ui i might have to hook you two up because that's uh yeah yeah that's awesome yeah sure sure <laughs> actually i am more into the ui that's why i pick uh, uh blazer easily and uh, mm-hmm. so earlier i used to work as a net developer almost when i started my career as a net developer almost six years back and blazer uses c sharp as a language so it was natural to me and then um, i moved to angular because the demand in the market it's simple <laughs> yeah, because Blazor is still in a development phase, so that is fine. We are let's not go discuss about the Blazor, but uh, Angular is awesome. <laughs> yeah, so I, I, I yeah, Ang- Angular gives me food. That's why it's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> How long ago did you start using Angular? Almost three years, L- little less than three years. Yeah, I started from Angular four. Okay. Oh, that's yeah. nice. You didn't have yeah. the yeah. Uh, the one to two swap. <laughs> <laughs> Well, this has been such a fun show and I really am amazed if you write a book next, could it please be about how I do so much with my life and how you can stop <laughs> wasting yours like that? I think it's, the title needs work, but I think. <laughs> Good idea. <laughs> uh, but no, is there anything outside of OCR app that you wanted to talk 
about before we get to picks? Outside the OCR, if you if you look into same cognitive services, I have created a tra- uh, translate text cognitive service also. So there is another app. Uh, so there is another uh, link I can share you. I I am not sure if it is published on uh, Free Code Camp, but it is published on my website. Sorry, not my website. Uh, in depth media, in depth on Medium. You know, uh, Anglo in depth. Uh, uh, website Anglo in depth is there on medium right so yeah, uh, yeah there, there is a publication on uh, medium that is called Anglo in depth so i have created a i have written a uh, article on that how to create a multi language translator using angular and azure cognitive service so uh, it's a, it's a similar to google translate and if uh, if you i have pinged you the link in the chat if you open and again go to bottom you can see that awesome gif and <laughs> they, so so there you can see that you can write uh, you can translate from any language from any language uh, I, I, I think almost 25 26 language 60 language sorry 60 languages supported by translated um, uh, uh, api so you can translate from 60 languages to, to and fro to and fro from 60 languages That's so again awesome. the architecture and the structure of this app is same to that of OCR app, everything is same. I created an API, write the middle layer, and then put a UI to make the app beautiful. And I'm I'm passing, I'm calling the API through service calls. The, these are the two which I have explored uh, till now. I'm I'm planning to explore the face API next because that looks cool to me. Yeah, I saw the face uh, can detect emotion, which is kind of cool. Yeah, oh, like if you're you're happy, angry. Sad. Yeah, it's yes. got a- anger, contempt. Disgust, fear, <laughs> happiness, neutral, sadness, and surprise. That and it gives crazy. you like a rating on each one. Because yeah. I know humans who can't detect those things. I was going to say contempt and anger. That's like legit. That's similar. Like, <laughs> I think I could use that uh, just in day to day. I mean, I know both are probably someone's. Yeah, anyways. So that's cool. That's definitely uh, be fun to play around with for sure. Azure is awesome. Uh, like uh, if you play on the cognitive service, it is it is great. I'm making sure these links make it in the show notes. All right, I got the face one. Awesome, uh, perfect. Well, thank you so much for coming on the show today. And uh, again, what is your Twitter handle slash GitHub so people can find your username and follow you? Okay, so my Twitter handle is Ankish Sharma underscore zero zero seven. And uh, my GitHub is ankisarma-007. So the reason Twitter does not contain hyphen is because it does not allow hyphen. Ah. So. <laughs> That's worse. You have like a username and then it's like, nope. <laughs> yes, so, <laughs> so, yeah, so this, this is, uh, this is, and also I have a blog, personal blog, ankisharmablogs.com. So there I write continuously uh, and uh, there is a free ebook I have published, uh, so uh, I can I can share you the link also. I will just uh, mention a brief description of the app. So uh, we, you just talk about that blogging application, right? So I have written a free ebook. It's almost hundred pages where I have explained how to create this blogging application using Angular and Firebase from scratch. So this book is a step by step guide where you can learn how to use Firebase with an Angular application. Oh, I love that. You said you're a GDE. Are you both Firebase and Angular? No, only Angular. Okay. I mean, we could fix that. (laughs) 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 We need to talk to the Firebase team because you've got like, I don't know, 20 demos using Firebase. Yeah, I would would love that. (laughs) (laughs) So, okay. I think we are ready for picks. 
Have you thought about learning to do native iOS development? Are you using Swift at work? Or maybe you've considered writing applications for macOS. We have a podcast that covers all of that called iFreaks. We have a new panel and a lot of exciting things to talk about. So come check us out at iFreaksShow.com. Although I'm pickless today. So Brooks, hopefully you can pick up oh, where I am totally dropping said ball. <laughs> <laughs> I was... I'm kind of pickless, but I, I just wanted to uh, stand on my soapbox for a second and say, if you're wearing a mask, cover your nose and your mouth. Because if you don't cover your nose, one, you look weird as all get out. Like your nose looks like 10 times bigger. And two, it's not really doing anything. Oh, man. And last week's pick for me was wearing Crocs with socks. So like me, me saying you look weird. With and that's, your that's, nose sticking out. That's something. Yeah. <laughs> it gets me when I'm like driving and I see like other people driving alone <laughs> wearing oh, masks. That's weird too. That's weird. That's creepy. I'm like, I'm like come on, guys. You, you can breathe now. This is, you're in the car. Right. right. Yes. I'm like, maybe they're just so comfortable. They just don't want to take it off. I don't know. I just think it's bizarre. <laughs> All right, that's that's my pick: covering your uh, face and nose with a mask. I love yeah, it. I love it. To use what is what the mask is for. I know. <laughs> yeah. Uh, um. Okay. So yes, Angie, do you have any picks? They don't have to be tech related. They can be random. Yeah, I I have something which I uh, talked a lot often about, and and I I, I uh, asked a lot of people also like you guys are also community contributor not only you everyone so i i what i say is that teach that's it so how you can teach so let's say you know something it, it doesn't matter what you know you know something you teach to your junior so if you are a developer teach your junior about development if you are a tester you teach your tester about uh, testing junior testing if you are a marketing uh, guy if you are a salesperson whatever you know teach your juniors the reason for i'm uh, the reason i am saying this is that you can learn more from your peers than from your school or colleges and this is not only in this is mostly in my country but i think this holds true everywhere in the world so i just want to say to everyone just teach spread the knowledge mm. so that is one of my motive behind doing all this community work so like spread the knowledge whatever you know Whatever you know, just teach it. That is what I'm saying. Teach. That's beautiful. I love it. That's great. (laughs) Thank you. Uh, Thank you so much for coming on the show today. You were a absolute wonderful guest. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you. I I, I would love to. I would like to thank you guys also for inviting me. And this was a a great session. I I like talking to like uh, I, I talked through an article without sharing anything, without showing anything. I know. It's very weird. It's, it's hard sometimes because people are like, can I show this code? And I'm like, well, you could, but yeah. no one would see it. So it's always yeah. really interesting to see people teach through code concepts or Angular, uh, yeah. you know, without visuals. So <laughs> oh, awesome. Well, thank you so much. Everyone has a marvelous day and we'll see you on the next one. Yeah. Thank you. Thank Bye, you, everyone. Lisa. Thank you, Brooks. Bye. Bandwidth for this segment is provided by Cashfly, the world's fastest CDN. Deliver your content fast with Cashfly. Visit C-A-C-H-E-F-L-Y dot com to learn more.